Hello, welcome back to the Franchise Sports Baseball Podcast, or whatever it's called. Um, it's been baseball. That's what it is. Talk baseball. Is that what it's called? Yeah. It's been so long we can't remember the name. Yeah, it's been like two months since we've done one. For whatever reason, just haven't really got around to it. <laughs> we just had a hiatus. The regular season yeah. just ends up getting a bit like... Yeah, meh. I think yeah. it, it coincided with probably the start of the the football season. That probably didn't help. Um, and just yeah. lots of other stuff goes on. The late part of summer. I mean, it's probably a podcast for another time. That's when baseball needs to do stuff to make their season more interesting. Yeah, that's when I don't know. I don't know. I've don't, I've not really got any ideas of how they can make it more interesting. But yeah, always the last like six weeks of the season unless unless your team is like in a chase which usually is only like you know maybe not five many teams. teams or something yeah is actually yeah. interesting um but yeah the, yeah this there's always like that isn't it after the trade deadline it's just sort of i mean there's still like in, fun individual stories and stuff with players but it's just yeah not that great i suppose but i, think I don't really a... think they can make it shorter to should making it shorter really help no i because I, I think you just then move the problem earlier yeah is all that happens um but yeah anyway yeah we, we can do we should do like a long maybe we even do like an off-season series on changes we could suggest but that, that's for another time because there's actual baseball about to happen and good baseball yeah. this is baseball's back even though it's not gone it never went but i don't know i guess I guess for me and for you, I guess a bit, we've not really been paying that much attention to baseball for the past few weeks. But now... Yeah, I've definitely been a bit switched off from it. I think probably because I've been doing other stuff work-wise. Um, and even though I've not followed that much, like the NFL starting for the site as well, like that's sort of been more of a priority. Because, yeah. like you I said... Know, I, well, just... I mean, even, even cricket, like the Ashes yeah. has been going on. Yeah, stuff. which has been better than than like some game between two teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. Uh, but yeah, it, yeah what, what are the big stories at the end of the season? Christian Yelich getting injured, and then his team getting better, which is just Milwaukee man an amazing run. Yeah, uh, that, my article that actually ended up getting no views. Well, I basically said that they um they don't have any playoff their playoff chances are done now when he got injured, and then they caught fire. The whole rest of the season he had been carrying the team pretty much. He'd been carrying them to just about being competitive. Um, so it sort of seemed like when he was injured, that was it. Although the uh, thing that's a shame about that, that I also mentioned in that article, is that, that he's means he's probably not going to win the MVP. Although I yeah. think he probably deserves it. Yeah, it's stupid, but I, I suspect you're right. I think, weirdly, Bellinger will now win it. How many games for... that was? Missing like, what, like 15 or 20 games must have been? I think it was a bit more than that, but, but yeah, it's not it's not that many. But like that, just missing that amount of games is just gonna make the difference when it was so tight all year. Yeah. Um, other storylines: uh, well, Indians Indians miss out. Which yeah, is... well, that's another one of my articles I re- wrote near um, near the end of the season. I wrote an article about how it's gonna be a uh, the tight race for the um, AL wildcard spots. 
and then the Indians just went on a losing streak, and it was all over within like three days. Yeah, quite quite a gift to to hot take your way to to just the opposite outcome. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other stuff. Was there anything well, else? There's the managerial I mean... stuff. There's only like yep. yesterday. You heard about that? Yeah. All about Joe Madden and Clint Hurdle. Everyone being fired, and obviously Bochy. Actually, I mean that was yeah. probably the, the probably the biggest thing yesterday, wasn't it? Because there was no. Although I guess everyone already knew it was coming. But yeah. Yeah, it was, but... A, it was big. Just a big event, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, it was brilliantly done. I think. Um, and yeah, the Cubs, the Cubs just crumbled, didn't they? They just absolutely yeah. crumbled over the year. I actually started writing an article about that earlier, actually, which I might publish later or tomorrow. What are the Cubs? About yeah, firing Joe Madden and what's going on, really? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but yeah, basically the reason that we're back anyway. Even though we've just we've just listed well, that's that's basically a lot of the main stories in baseball. It seems over the end of the regular season when we've not really been paying that much attention or podcasting, but we're now back because it's the postseason. Yeah, which is obviously the best bit of the whole year, and really I think is the reason um, why we really got into baseball, wasn't it? I'd say maybe. Yeah, I think so. I, I well, I know, another. I, mean, I, I really well. The winning streaks and stuff, was like when your team's doing really well, are really fun. But I think the, I don't know the bit that was, that just really, is what you, you follow a team for in baseball and like want to, see as those, you know, one-off like postseason games or like the you know, they're just so huge. And every single moment matters. Yeah, because there's so much in a regular season that doesn't. It, it, it's almost like a different sport, to be honest. When you yeah. get to this, like when you're watching it and stuff, and, and yeah, the whole experience of watching it, I think, is completely different because it's it's literally every single action, every single fielding play, and every single at bat has like such huge impact on what this um, the season's going to be for your team. Well, yeah, in the regular season, most of the time, almost exclusively, actually, each play does not really matter that much. It's about a longer trend of, you know, being consistently, you know, good more than you're bad, really. Doing doing yeah. stuff well more than you do stuff badly in the regular season, whereas it's not really the case in the postseason. And it's just one of the best... Um, uh, like experiences of watching sport you can have, I think. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, yeah, I'd like to see more of it. There's another thing where we've got an article on the website. Um, and it's set up, I guess it all, it's always set up to be a really good postseason, or it should be. Um, partly because, as you just said about every little play mattering, I mean, my take at the moment, even though it goes against my own logic of you can't predict the playoffs, is you look at the Astros and they just seem too good, basically. Yeah. But also that's not this. Like I just said, that's not how it works. It's just kind that's... of silly. Is like I, my your first instinct is you see Verlander, Greinke, Cole, and you're like, well, why don't we? Why are we doing this? What's the point? They're 107 games. Yeah. But also, 
it's quite possible they lose in the division series. Yeah. I, I do have them as very strong favourites, but yeah, it's like it's, you can always have if one of those big three has a bad start, you know, gives up marble runs in the first couple of innings, then you you're very much in it, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. Or or it just takes. As we've seen with teams in the past, where they've, they've had a bullpen that's been good, and then in the postseason, two of their reliable guys just, whether it's like workload just gets too much. They like they push them for an inning more than they could really have done, and they just have a meltdown. And it's the next thing you know, that's lost you game two of the series, and everything's on its head. Um, yeah, we I could talk about the Astros all day because it's just phenomenal what their roster is. To be honest, you just look at their roster and it's it's freaky. Um, but I, I guess we should look at the wild card games. Yeah, that's the that's the main pressing point of this, isn't it? Because we're planning planning to do some more, aren't we, over the postseason? So we just, I guess, we try to talk about the rest of it too much. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's the 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 wild card games are Tuesday night and Wednesday night. Um, both at one o'clock in the morning in the UK, which is not brilliant. I'm no. yeah i might end up watching one of them but I don't yeah know, i some might have one of them i might have to go for a recording but, yeah, i think yeah actually yeah that's a good idea but saying that i don't think i can record them well you could you recording. Can, maybe there might be a way you could use mlb tv or something i don't know yeah i might have a look at that actually because the, well, the the Rays Athletics one in particular, if that is um, for people that love analytics and um, stuff like that, that is like the dream matchup, isn't it? Yeah, there's still two of the teams with the lowest payrolls, and it's a it's a one-off game matchup between the the two titans of analytics. Yeah, and the, just it's just an underdog story, isn't it? Even yeah. even if you take the analytics bit out of it, it's still such a cool underdog story, like you said. Still don't have any money at all, and you know they, the Rays finished miles ahead of the Boston Red Sox this year. It just, which is awesome. Like, yeah, that, that's it's a, cool. It's cool to see that in any sport. That's the Wednesday night one, I believe. Okay, I've got it right in front of me actually. Um, and the Athletics actually haven't announced the start yet. Um, but the Rays well, they... are going to start with Charlie Morton. Right. Well, the Athletics opened with Liam Hendricks against the Yankees last year. I guess that might so be they why m- they're not announced. They, m- not announced they might it. not. Yeah, they might not have one, I guess. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. I sort I mean, of... Yeah, I... I quite like both of those teams, so I'm just I just hope it's like exciting and just interesting stuff happens. I mean, to be honest, what well, a bit like actually, well, I'm just I'm just plugging all the articles I've written recently, like sort of accidentally. But I was just going to say um, the um, the Bochy article I wrote actually, I was going to say that the cl- the fancy bullpen stuff they do. Um, that these two teams do, probably more than most teams. You yeah. Know, all, all the weird bullpen stuff and everything, and starters um, not going very long at all. That uh, not going long. 
um, that started over the last couple of years. That almost comes from, um, you know, like winner takes all playoff games, like wildcard games, basically. Or yeah. game sevens and stuff. Basically from Bochy doing it when um, that sort of stuff in like big, big postseason games. And this, so this is maybe this being a wildcard game of you know, these two is going to supercharge that stuff. Somehow. Yeah, it, is that distilled into something else? I mean, so those two teams lead baseball in holds, which kind of fits with what you were just saying. Yeah, more pitches in the game. And yeah, yeah, e- e- just tweaking for matchups yeah, the, all the time. If, yeah, because effectively, what well the Rays particularly was started with, with the opener, but the Athletics do it loads now, don't they as well? And um, and just their stuff of not pit going more than five innings very often with starters. Um, their their kind of play wild card game baseball like all year. Yeah. So I'll be interested to see if it's actually any different in a wild card game or not. Maybe that means it's just going to be a normal game. Because um, every yeah, game is like a wild card game for be, them. It'd, it'd be great to see some funky stuff, wouldn't it? Like pitchers in the outfield or first base or all sorts of ridiculous stuff. Yeah. Just just stuff that's different. In fact, the Rays lead sense. The Rays lead baseball in holds and it's not even close. They've got 124 and the Athletics have only got 109 and they're second. And at the bottom in holds is tied between Miami, Pittsburgh and Baltimore in the a triumvirate of crap. Have only got fifty-seven holds. Wow. So, that's I mean, a, it's that's a, a big difference. It's obviously a very flawed way of looking at it because yeah, you, you, well, you have to be in the lead. You have to be in the lead, but yeah, it's. But they also won't have been in the lead as much as teams like the Astros or the Dodgers. Yeah. So, yeah, in, in that way, it also emphasizes how much they use their bullpens. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. But um, uh, also, because... I'd say that because of the way that they play like that, they play all year, um, either of them could... you know, they, I think they've got a chance of that working for them and going very deep and, you know, beating some teams that people don't expect them to, perhaps. Whichever one of them gets through, I mean. Because they basically... Um, they're basically used to playing playoff baseball almost. Yeah, in terms and of the although bullpens. it's although it's not something you, that you'd hear in the uh, the analytics world discussed much, I think that does matter. We've seen before with pitchers that like having a flexible yeah. bullpen is good and all, but if you have guys who usually yeah. whatever you just you give them a clean inning and then you're suddenly using well, them when I mean, there are guys seen on base. We've like a Rodish Chapman, haven't we? Yeah, in the past where they've where p- they, people tried to you know. Or other pitches similar, um, where they've tried to use them for like a four-out hole or save even, and they just they're just not used to it. Like some of the they're almost um, they're almost old-fashioned closers now in a way. I think there's certain closers that I think are sort of if they do more than uh, three outs, or you try and get them to do more than three outs, they can't do it. Basically, they can't deal with sitting down and getting up again. Which is just there is something comical, comic. Yeah, there, yeah. There's, there's something that belongs in some sort of um, 
like a Mitchell and Webb look sketch show about that, isn't there? Where you've got these guys who can throw 100 miles yeah. an hour, but if they They're sit absolutely down... Absolutely dominant. Absolutely dominant as long as they just they just get to stand up the whole time and then and then they can relax. But if they, they sit do down... They just... sit down while they're still in the game. They lose yeah. all their powers. It's really weird. Just... And I, I think you're right. I think there's, there's that kind of generation. It sounds crazy to say generation about guys who are like in their early 30s. But so the big three that went in that off-season... Uh, Chapman, yeah. Janssen and Melanson are all like that. Craig Kimbrell's another one. So there was a point where well, it was then actually when that free agency hit. They were basically right. the four best closers yeah, in baseball. Well, every, everyone, everyone thought all oh, the bullpens are the really big important thing. Gave out all those big contracts. Then almost immediately after that, it sort of switched to those sort of players are actually almost old-fashioned now. Like that's a luxury to have someone like that who is exclusively there to do one inning. Yeah, do it really well. Like, I mean, a lot of the time managers would still, you know, give people clean innings and stuff, um, if they can. But more, it's basically the more important thing is to have guys that can do it. You know, and not, it doesn't have to be a clean inning, and they can do, go on to the next inning and stuff. Um, which, the Athletics and Rays, I think, have. Yeah, I don't actually have the numbers in front of me, but no. I would be amazed if they don't lead baseball in relief pitcher appearances of three plus outs, or or across yeah. an inning or, or anything like that, because that's the real key. Yeah, I mean, we've or, seen well, it. I guess I guess what openers won't count as that. No, so that's, that's sort of the same thing, isn't it? But they're, they're, they're all the same relief pitcher, pitchers. Yeah. Relief pitchers who will, yeah, who do like three outs more more than three outs I mean go across multiple innings and stuff um, yeah should we should we do um, like a stupid pointless prediction um, yeah okay like we did before um, yeah let's do a stupid prediction I like stupid stuff um, I'm gonna go over over six pitches used each So over over twelve pitches in the game okay. is my prediction. That's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, well, I, mean, I think it's going to get card game there. So. I think it's going to get stupid Probably quick. Not, that, that might not be. That's not that unusual for wild card games. Um, and the Rays to win. So like, I'd go for the Rays as well. I think. Like six five. Really. But with millions of base runners, because that's why they keep having to change pitches. There's going to be thousands of pitches in the game, and there's going to be pitch. Uh, going to be some of these guys who've looked great out of the ball. I reckon all year. there's going to be a lot of base runners, but it's going to be low scoring. Well, maybe low score. I'd go something like, well, not that low scoring, like four-two to the Rays or something. Um. Well, you know, they they keep changing pitches in the middle of innings, and you know, just bring bring like flame flare after flame flare out of the bullpen that just gets out of jams and stuff. So they what they have the uh, they have the tying run or winning run at the plate multiple times. Yeah, and don't score. Yeah, One that sounds like a a great game, a, a very very good low scoring game. I'm in favour of that. Yeah, I think those are my favourite kind of baseball games, actually. 
where there's there's opportunities there people get opportunities to drive people in um but a lot of the time you know they get they don't get them in and it's about and then it comes down to basically who can hit in the big moment who can take that opportunity or win the game yeah yeah that that is good baseball it's the good stuff yeah that's that's basically giants baseball isn't it that or when they used to be good when it works when they were good many many times when they were good many many years ago yeah well 2016 Uh, was like that yeah until their bullpen was rubbish i suppose um yeah should we should we move on to the national league jacken yep you know who's in that one don't you yeah um i i would be amazed if washington don't win this it's the brewers of the nationals by the way everyone yes i thought you were going to say so that. it is I thought, oh, okay I that's what we're going to do but there we go i was okay. just assuming that our listeners were were you know knowledgeable when you know that already yeah Do we have any listeners okay yeah fair point so maybe whoever you are one such person if you're knowledgeable tweet us and tell tweet us tweet us to tell us if you're knowledgeable or not so we know future reference <laughs> okay um yeah this is the i think the brewers had did the brewers have a chance to win the division like into up until the last day actually yeah they were only well they were a game behind so i think it would but, have been a playoff oh yeah that's right yeah but they'd already secured a postseason spot like, even if they'd lost that playoff they would have still been in the wild card and everything like, yeah they secured at least a wild card spot like i think about a week ago actually yeah because they went on that ridiculous run didn't they yeah so it was it was basically going to be the brewers or the cardinals against the nationals uh, for a while um and they have announced their starters both of them um, oh i haven't seen the who's the brewers starter Brandon Woodruff. Right. I mean, I don't, I, they've not really got anyone better, have they? I suppose. So. No, he's had a he's had a pretty nice year, but also yeah. he's against Max Scherzer, so yeah, he's they got hundred less strikeouts than Max Scherzer this year. Yeah. I mean, not that that really means that much. That there's an aggregate number, but you know. Well, he's he's only pitched 120 innings. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm really. I'd say the Brewers are quite comfortably the weakest team that's made into the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, without Yelich, their lineup really does not look that good. <laughs> no. Especially when you think that, like, I mean, Lorenzo Cain's not very good anymore, is he, and stuff. And... No, he's rubbish, isn't he? Grandal's had a good year, hasn't he? Um, yeah, like he always does. Like, he is amazing. the most underrated catcher in baseball, to be honest. Um,. Yeah, he's not, that's the, the, one of the big positives, isn't it? Yasmani Grandal was, was I'm just going to say, this is this is the hill I will die on. He had a considerably better year at the plate than JT Romuto. Just going to put that there. Did he? For, for any, well, Did not considerably. It's a bit, it's like 30 Romuto OPS points. Really well. 30 OPS points better. Okay. That's that's a, that's a real a amount. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't so really if, give the the Brewers a chance in this, to be honest. 
No, again, it's difficult because it goes against kind of what I believe. It's a one-off game. Predicting one-off baseball games is stupid. But also, they've got Max Scherzer. So is it stupid? I'm not sure. I don't know if it is yeah, stupid I anymore. I, yeah, I, I don't think so. Because, well, the thing is with the Brewers is last year they were they were one of those clever bullpen teams, weren't they? Or, well, maybe... I don't think they really used openers or anything. But they basically had a group of starters that you don't really have any names that stand out. Which is sort of the same as they've got this year. Um, but they only did, ever did like five innings. They almost never did more than that. And yeah. then they'd bring in like Jeremy Jeffress, who's now gone. Because he started, he was really bad and they got rid of him. Um, and Knebel, uh, Josh Hader, who has not been as good this year and is now to close because Knebel is injured, like you said. Um, and I think probably not, a couple of the other guys maybe have not been as good out of the bullpen so basically it's like last year their main thing was they had a really good bullpen and they also obviously had Christian Yelich um, but basically their bullpen this year has been bad so to be honest I'm not really sure how they've made it here maybe maybe that's a bit out of date maybe the, their bullpen has been a lot better lately but I don't know it's just I just don't have any confidence in their bullpen this year also Max Scherzer though I yeah, I but just, I, but I, mean, I, I think they could have beaten him. They had, would have had a chance if it was last year's Brewers. I would say, yeah, they've got, they've got a decent chance. It's probably like fifty-fifty. You know, you know, it's like they'll probably do one of the things where they, some pitches five inning, gives up one or two runs, and then they go to their stupid bullpen and don't give up any more runs. Like, you know, they're always gonna have a chance in that case. But yeah, they. They just don't have any behind their like completely bang average rotation anymore. Really, well, about Josh Hader closing, but well, the stupid Josh Hader with those really stupid numbers of striking loads of people out, but also giving up loads and loads of hard contact. Yeah, even that's not exactly reassuring, is it? No. I guess, I don't know, I should have probably read this before we did the podcast. I guess they might bring some of their starters who've actually been alright out of the bullpen. Yeah. They could do I, that. I assume they will do. I mean, don't a couple of them um, like move between the bullpen and the rotation sometimes anyway? Yeah, yeah, they do. The other thing is um, they have Drew Pomeranz. That's one guy they've got in their bullpen oh, yeah. now. And Ray Black, actually, haven't they? Oh, yeah, I don't know if they've actually been using Ray Black or if he'll be on their playoff roster. But Drew Pomeranz has been really good for them. Yeah, as a lefty specialist. 15.4Ks per nine he's got with them. Jesus. So, yeah, I mean, that was that was a thing, wasn't it, getting him? So we just that carried was, on. After yeah. the Giants and had like a few good really relief appearances, he's just carried on doing that. So it turns yeah. out he is just an elite reliever now. Yeah. Okay, that's I mean, cool, I suppose. Yes, that that appears to be where we are in, in this world, is that Drew Pomeranz is an elite reliever. I mean... Do you, do, you, that, so do, you, do you give the Brewers any chance? I give them some chance, because it's it's a baseball game. Yes. I mean, literally any, anything is possible in a baseball game, so... Yeah, yeah I like... I suppose but the Nationals have also got a history of, uh, you know... Of being absolute massive bottle jobs. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I suppose so. More nicely, but, maybe. But yeah. And they, they've they've not got the curse of Bryce Harper there anymore, I suppose. So maybe with they're not going to bowl. Was is that a thing? That sounds like a thing you just made up. Yeah, I have just made that up. The curse but of Bryce Harper. Was, I mean, it, wasn't the bottling when he's been be. there, and he's yeah, not there. Yeah, but that's just because he's been there for a long time. Yeah. But yeah, those well, he's not there. Maybe, maybe he was the problem. That'd be funny, wouldn't it? After all that. It would be funny. It would be funny if they and then they resign Rendon. Have finished fourth. Now he's gone to the Phillies. Yeah, maybe maybe he's just, you know, not not that good. Um, I yeah, I I give them a chance, but usually with a wild card game, I'd literally say that we're talking like fifty fifty. You know, like I I'd say that the American League one, I wouldn't go any further than like fifty five percent in the favor of the Rays. I think it's that close because yeah. it's a one-off game and they're both really good teams. But with this, when you've got Scherzer starting against a team that doesn't have their best hitter, and like you said, there and is a bit of a ball, it ball seemed like set. Most season, it seemed like they were probably not going to make the playoffs. Well, not most of it, maybe, but for a long... Basically, they shouldn't be in the playoffs if the Cubs weren't hadn't screwed up so badly, basically. Yeah. I guess the other argument is the... Uh, the Nationals have had bullpen troubles in the past themselves. Yeah. I mean, their bullpen but, isn't amazing. and But the thing is with them is that they're one of these slightly more, um, you know, slightly more old school, like, um, constructed teams in terms Absolutely, of their Absolutely, yeah. Well, That's what I was going to say. Yeah, you know, in answer to that. They're going to go um, Scherzer, Strasbourg, Corbin. And they sort of, you know, all those guys could quite easily do like seven innings at least in each of their starts. And then it's like, you know, bullpen doesn't matter well, that they, much. Yeah, they almost need them to, I suppose. Yeah, I guess that's the other thing of constructing that way. You do need them to do that. But also, you you know, you wouldn't really bet against it. There are a couple of ways to look at it, I guess, with the Brewers. is either, but they're not that good, they shouldn't be there. Which I think there's some something to be said for that, or they are there because they're on like the hottest streak of anyone. And what if they ride yeah. that all the way? I suppose the other thing as well is us talking about playoff baseball being almost a different sport in some ways. Um, the this roster basically almost exactly the same. Got to the championship series last year, didn't it? Got to game seven of the championship series, in fact. Yeah. Which I think is further than the Nationals have ever gotten. Even like the whole time they've had Harper and everything. Yeah. So maybe, I don't know. I, I mean, they've got, they, you could, there is an argument that they have got the playoff experience a bit. Some of their players. Yeah. Um, I, well, they've got Lorenzo Cain, who's been to two World Series, and Moustakis, who's been to two World Series, and Grandal even. They've got loads of playoff experience. Um, yeah, it's just the Christian Yelich being injured is such a shame, to be honest. I mean, although one hitter really in a one-off game doesn't make that much difference, I just feel like they've, even if they do somehow manage to get through this game um, to then face the Dodgers, I feel like they've got absolutely no chance at all. The trouble is, yeah, I, 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 I agree with you. Everything I believe about baseball is that one hitter shouldn't make that much difference. But on B-War... Christian Yelich has got 3.9 WAR than their second best hitter. It's 3.9 WAR more, yeah. 
Yeah, I know that's what I mean. Like, it's like it's like almost three times as much, isn't it? Or is it three times as much? No, it's not. He's seven point one. Mustakas is three point two. Okay, so it's just over two times as much. But yeah, it's like it's he's, mammoth. He's, isn't he basically as good as like their almost as good as like their next three best hitters combined or something on War? Yeah, yeah, he's he's. he's, he's yeah. He's miles, miles better than anyone else. It's We're much, talking about like a Mike Trout and the Angels level of better than his teammates. As much as it is, um, yeah, it is only one hitter. It, yeah, it's like it, it, if in that sense, it's like losing three very good hitters. Losing yeah, Yelich in terms of his production, but uh, yeah, again, yeah, it's like with the playoffs only being a month long and everything is, you do sometimes get those players that just don't produce in the playoffs at all or sometimes yeah. they they do and they have like ridiculous numbers for a month i would like i would rather see and this is no offense if our one listener who we don't know how knowledgeable they are about baseball if they happen to be a brewers fan this is this is not because i hate you or anything i think i would rather see the nationals go through to play the dodgers because I would quite like to see that Nationals rotation against the Dodgers, because yeah. they might be. Um, but also, I loved I loved watching the Brewers in the playoffs last season, so I'm not against them going through. I think that could be it'd be quite a cool story if they lose Yelich and then sort of you know make a real run. Yeah, it would be. But yeah, like you say, it wouldn't if they if they somehow squeeze through against the Nationals, then get swept by the Dodgers. Sort of, sort of, sort of ruined half the playoffs a little bit. Yeah, no thanks. Because the, then the the other option is you get a Ryu Bueller Kershaw against the Nats front three, and that's just awesome, isn't it? Yeah, that's what the playoffs should be about. I I know we've just been applauding the bullpen stuff, and that's great. All the new, the analytically inclined teams who are, do cool stuff for their bullpen, but an ace off is always a lot of fun. Yeah, which is. Well, I think that's going to be the um, weird thing with these wildcard games is the Brewers are obviously probably not going to go that deep with Woodruff. And the other game is probably going to both be... um, They're probably both going to use their bullpens pretty heavily. Is that in, in the past, well, even only like a few years ago, the wildcard games basically had always been ace-offs, haven't they? Yeah, or you try to make it an ace-off at least. Yeah. Um but, but but now it's like it, it's almost the teams who've got an ace seem like they're they're playing nineteenth century baseball or something. It's mental, isn't it? Yeah. What what you you're gonna use a multiple Cy Young winner in the wildcard game? Wow. <laughs> That's a bit novel, isn't it? That's ridiculous. I can't believe you're starting Max Scherzer. Yeah. So um what else is there to say about about this? I don't know. I'm wary of of drifting on to um, the future, the, the beyond these games, because then we're just speculating around. And, and, and we don't know the future podcasts. So uh... yeah, we want to leave room to talk about that um, separately. How much time have we got left? Maximum of ten minutes. Uh, should well, we do a quick run nine... through of some award stuff? Okay, it's very quick awards of who should win the regular season awards yeah right, go on then 
Uh, rookie of the year, go. Jordan Alvarez. And... Uh, Peter Alonso, probably. Yeah, I, I don't think those are really even worth talking about too yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's another one that, like, a lot of the season seems like, oh, wow, it's going to be really close race for the National League Rookie of the Year and stuff. But then, um, for now, Tax got injured, basically. Yeah. He only played 84 games in the end. He's not even close to being relevant with it, is he, unfortunately? No. Um, yeah, there's sort of, and it's basically both of them, they just mash loads and loads and loads of home runs all year. Um, okay, so we're agreed on really those two at least. Be better than them, yeah. Um, okay, um, what's next? Uh, let's Cy go. Cy Young winners, go. Go Colt. And oh, I don't know. I've not really thought about it actually. Um, um, I mean, because you can see how spontaneous this is. We, you've literally just decided we're going to do awards, and I'm not prepared. Um, uh, National League Cy Young. Um, um, here, here, this is me quickly trying to search through. Um, oh, that's not it. Who do you reckon? I would go Verlander and DeGrom. DeGrom? Yeah, it yeah, might well be yeah. DeGrom. Who are the other contenders? Uh, Scherzer, Strasbourg, Flaherty. R Ryu fell off a cliff, didn't he? Flaherty is... Still finish really good numbers. I think Flaherty is probably not going to win it, but I would, I actually sort of would be quite tempted by him winning it. Tempted. What for the narrative? Um, not really. Just because of, even though the obviously the whole you know doing it over a whole season thing is like the whole sort of part of the point of it. But I think also over a shorter time period of just how dominant he's been like it's not even that short time period it's since the all-star break it's like no pitcher has been close to that dominant in the national league all year over a time period over that sort of time period i i, I could get on board with that because i think it? he yeah yeah I, I i could i could support that particularly um when it's the second half of the season because Ryu did that in the first half yeah well also the thing is with it as well if you want to talk about the team playoffs and stuff so I think a lot of the time it's a bit stupid when it's a team that easily makes playoffs because it's like yeah it's not them but like the Cardinals before he started being good were like in the middle of the pack you know competing for like when everyone was really tight competing for like the wild card and the division and they were about like you know um, like 10 different teams that could get into the playoffs in the National League including like the Giants for example at that point and um, the Cardinals could have easily been one of the teams that dropped off a bit like the Cubs have yeah. or even like the uh, the Giants did or something but you know they ended up actually winning the division out of all those teams and a lot of that was he won them the game every fifth day because yeah. he was so good it wasn't even like he was giving them a chance, was it? Yeah. He, he was I, actually winning them the game. I mean, do I? Do you see? There's some 
I saw some ridiculous stats the other day of um, his record of when teams are, you know, when his team score one or two runs, which usually is almost always a loss. Like, they won, like, over half of them when Flaherty was pitching in the second half, I think. I think it happened quite a few times, like eight times or something. And they won four or five of them. Of where his team only scored one or two runs, but he still managed to get them the win. It's ridiculous, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, we need to move on because we're really running out of time. But um, okay. Yeah. So what? Cole versus Verlander, isn't it, for the American League? Yeah, I think that's yeah. It's just that debate, and it's. I don't even know how I split. I just went for Verlander because no, I. I don't know. They're no. so close. They're so so close. Anyway, um, let's talk about yeah. MVP quickly. Okay. Go. Um, I want Christian Yelich actually. Why? Why over Bellinger? Because he's not as good a base runner or fielder, is he? Well, he's actually, he was a better hitter for most of the year. I mean, they both started off ridiculously, and Bellinger actually in the middle part of the year Kept was up. good, but not like super stellar good like they were both at the start. But yeah, it's just carried on being that good. And also, um, you know, the Brewers have made it into playoffs, even though he's not going to be there. They wouldn't have been close without him like the first half of the season I don't think they would have they would have almost dropped out of it if they didn't have Christian Yelich yeah I, I can get on board with Yelich I'm happy to go Yelich over over yeah. Ballinger I think but there's also Rendon that um, is incredibly underrated but um, yeah and also as actually the fact Rendon's been so so good again it's going to make um, free agency a bit more interesting than it might have been yeah Unless he just signs an extension, but that's unlikely with how the Nationals tend to do things, it seems. Yeah. So the Ameri American League, um, it's basically people have been talking about between Bregman and Trout, haven't they? Yeah. What are your thoughts on the matter? I don't, I've not really looked at their numbers that much, to be honest, but I'd... I think... I reckon Trout. I, I Yeah. Just, I, I, I have mean, to give it to Mike Bregman's Trout. has been ridiculously good, but like, Trout should have won more already. Trout deserves, basically deserves to have more awards. Yeah, I know it might not be right. I know it might not be right, but I, almost I think as, Trout should get as, it. Just to push almost against a the, like a career award. People getting bored of how good he is. Like, yeah, should, should be getting bored of it. Just keep giving him MVP awards. He should screw vote for like ten MVP awards or something. Which is yeah, really quite difficult at this point, to be honest. But He was very unlucky yeah. not to get it last year. The year before that, he would have won it if he didn't get injured. He got injured this year, but it's not like he... He still had 600 play appearances. Played 134 games. Like, he is so preposterously good. Like you said, Bregman was good. But if your only argument for, give, for not giving it to Trout is this, this guy played a few more this, games... I think this is actually the first season of his career that he's actually declined. What by? That's quite ridiculous. Most yeah, nothing. Yeah, it, most of his most of his rate stats are um, slightly worse. I mean, slugging's actually up. But his OPS is down by five points. Yeah. Oh my god. Still almost one thousand one hundred. But yeah, then, it, maybe it, maybe this maybe this is it. Maybe this is his last chance. Get him his third MVP. But I mean, yeah, I yeah. 
I don't think you can really. Well, I don't know. I think Mike Trout just deserves more and more awards, as much awards as possible for his career because he's like. I mean, I, I soon I don't think it'll be disputed that he's the greatest player of all time. Um, yeah, let's uh, everyone let's make some awards for Trout. I think in the future because it's really silly how many times he's missed out on it, and I know it might be ridiculous to to consider that in your decision this year, but last year Mookie Betts had one of the greatest seasons ever, and Trout still maybe could have won it. Um, but this year, I don't think a, a very late season injury should really matter. No. I think we should uh, finish now. Okay. Wrap up with the those awards things. Yeah. Spontaneous picking people for awards. Um. Yeah. We could maybe do that in more detail sometime, but yeah, who knows? Yeah. We let's let's fit another podcast in to do that at some point. Yeah. Maybe like. Maybe. Anyway, bye. <laughs>